Hello, and welcome to the Be Well podcast. My name is Jace Ballback, and this is our journey into being well. <sighs> All right, everybody. Hello and welcome back, or welcome if it's your very first time joining me on this Be Well podcast, something that is devoted to our overall well-being. And so a lot of the topics that I'll discuss uh, throughout this entire podcast endeavor are things of that manner. Um, Our well-being is how we feel. It's how we go about living life. And so I want to give you tools, tricks, and tips on how to increase this uh, particular state. So with that, my name is Jace. Again, welcome to podcast episode number two, where we are going to talk about six reasons to start exercising. And beyond the reasons, these are some outcomes as well. Uh, A lot of it is kind of personal experience. Um, A lot of it has also been due in part to the extensive studying that I continue to do and have done in the past. So with that... Why am I one to speak about these six reasons? Well, I have some, some credentials with this. I started my fitness journey uh, back in 2012 where I became a certified personal trainer through NASM, which is the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Uh, through that journey, I started with personal training, so the one-on-one coaching with nutrition as well as just uh, the physical side of it. Now, there came a time where I wanted to transcend this and move into group fitness because of the energetic component. I just absolutely love being around people. I love affecting a mass amount of people at a time, hence why I'm podcasting now. This is a great way to just share this information to you all. Um, So since 2012, I started and now we're here in 2019. So it has roughly been a seven year endeavor of continual education, uh, tons of personal experience. And so recently I've just been kind of browsing the website on, you know, reasons to start exercising, just out of curiosity to see what other people have written. And I'll tell you this much, I've come across so many different articles explaining a ton of other reasons as to why to exercise. So why I pick six, who knows the particular number just sounded good. Um, There's a lot of reasons why you should exercise. So these six that I'm going to explain is just really scratching the surface. And a lot of it is just to one, really inspire you to start exercising if you are not currently doing it. And if you are currently doing it, maybe giving you some other education as to what benefits are occurring from your endeavor. So here we go, everybody. Number one, is I pulled it right from uh, Isaac Newton, his uh, first law of motion, which is a body in motion stays in motion. Um, I found this to be so fitting because two, two reasons. The first one is since I started movement, right? And I'll get to this, that any movement is good movement. And when our body is in this continual like, okay, uh, today I'm going to jog, today I'm gonna walk, today I'm gonna go lift weights, today I'm gonna do whatever, right? The body in motion will just um, keep that momentum going. And so the key here is that it's not about what you are doing. It's the fact that you are doing something. 
Okay, because this is different for everybody. I mean, it could be if, you're, if your thing is water aerobics and you do that every day, well, guess what? That, that is a motion, that's a movement. And when you keep doing that, you'll just inevitably create this habit to where you'll continue to do it. And it's not gonna be so much of this like conscious choice where you're like, okay, I got it. From nine to 10, I'm gonna dedicate this time to do this. It's just like, no, it's gonna become a very natural part of your existence, which is beautiful. So now here's the catch in this law, right? So there's a body in motion stays in motion. Well, there's the opposite of this, that a body at rest stays at rest. So this is going back into that state of being where you don't do much, right? You, you just sit around, you just work, and then you come home and you don't have really the energy to go out and do it, or maybe early in the morning, there's no energy to go do it. Um, it's because the body is still at rest. And so we need to initially kind of uh, push ourselves into um, getting in motion. Now, here's the other catch. When the body is in motion, it, does it is no longer in motion if it is acted upon by an unbalanced force. That's the other key component in this uh, law of motion from Isaac Newton. So this unbalanced force is, I mean, just such a beautiful metaphor, right? This entire thing. And I like to call this unbalanced force life. Life happens. Uh, things will come about that will deter you from being in movement that day, whether that be uh, something that come up, comes up with work and you're like, ah, oh, man, I can't hit my workout today. Well, I'm going to have to save it for tomorrow. Well, that's okay. But at the same time, sometimes what can happen is when life comes about and creates these uh, conditions that keep deterring you from being in movement, well, then we fall back into a pattern where we're not in movement and then we become complacent. We stay at rest and therefore that's where we reside. So again, it's about just initially making the conscious choice to be in movement and then through just consistent action, we refine that behavior to where it becomes very natural for us to exercise and that becomes something that is of value and of importance to us. So that's number one, is a body in motion stays in motion, so find whatever routine that is for you. Like I said, it can be anything, everybody. I'm talking, again, water aerobics, hiking, rock climbing, just going on a nice stroll. You can walk. Um, there's this, uh, what is it, uh, weighted walking, which is called rucking, I, be I believe. That's a pretty cool one. Get a weighted vest, go out there, walk around. Um, whatever it is, right, it's that sort of motion that creates a very positive behavior and, again, has extremely... Uh, positive results. You getting outside, number one, even if you go from here into a gym, one, you socialize yourself around other people, um, of which I'll get into that, which is connection to community. That's another reason to start exercising. But nonetheless, we'll keep it there. Body in motion stays in motion. Okay, so find whatever that is for you and just get moving, everybody. All you have to do is start. You don't have to know how to do anything. All you got to do is put yourself in that experience and the rest will unfold exactly how it needs to. All right, now, one critical component here is to make sure you acknowledge your efforts, all right? Keep acknowledging yourself for what you are putting in. That's a very vital part in uh, continuing this motion. Now, number two is six reasons to start exercising. The second reason is increased metabolism and clarity. Oh, those two sound so good, right? Well, the first one, increased metabolism. Our body naturally 
has this metabolizing state. Um, Jason Silva says that we're actually consciousness with metabolism. I found that to be so profound <laughs> uh, because our body is in this constant metabolizing state. We're metabolizing information. The body is this very intelligent organism metabolizing the food that we eat. Well, that metabolism is known as your basal metabolic rate. And this is the amount of calories that you will burn at rest. Now, when I say increased metabolism, that is increasing your basal metabolic rate. So now you will, one, through exercise, just burn an extra, you know, 100 to 200, maybe even 1,000 calories, depending on how crazy your workout is in a day, um, on top of this uh, regular um, metabolic uh, diminishing or this caloric diminishing that occurs just naturally. So one benefit here during this increased metabolized state is weight loss. So if you are looking to lose weight, well, no brainer, we gotta start moving. Exercise is obviously very important in uh, diminishing calories, especially if we have an excess in calories and whatnot. Um, that's for a whole other podcast we can talk about what we put into our body and how important that is. But for now, let's just start moving. All right, and if you're already moving, well, great. Now, one of the benefits you may be seeing is just that, right? Increased metabolism. Now, the other thing when I was uh, talking about was clarity. So what happens when we start moving, generally speaking, is increased blood flow. And so when there's increased blood flow in the body, uh, one place that this blood flow moves towards is our brain. And so when the blood flow moves up into our brain, uh, we then start uh, engaging in this clarity state where we can start to think clear, maybe we can problem solve better, uh, critical think, you know, whatever it may be. Through exercise, I can tell you through a personal encounter, encounter that there are days where I don't exercise and days that I do because I like to, you know, balance myself out. So on the days that I do exercise, I'm doing things like this. I'm podcasting. I'm a little more alive. I'm cooking in the kitchen. I still cook in the kitchen anyways, but um, I'm just a little more integrated in uh, wanting to be participating in life. Right? And that's, you know, when you're clear like that through movement, I mean, geez, what an incredible benefit that is. So another reason to start exercising, just to reiterate, increased metabolism and also heightened clarity. So before we move on to the third one, just to move back into this increased metabolism, do keep in mind that there are different types of exercising that will heighten your metabolism in different ways. Uh, one of those ways is through HIIT training. So that's high intensity interval training. If you're not familiar about this style, I highly recommend doing your own research on it. This is for the people that so if you're listening to this, or I know you're listening to this, but listen up right here. If you are strapped for time and you're like, ah, oh, I have no time to work out, look no further. HIIT training is going to be the way that you are going to be able to, one, maximize your time, and two, maximize your results. I myself am a HIIT enthusiast. I actually, that's my main uh, avenue of training. I do it through an app called OMFIT, of which I'll talk about at the very end of this podcast, give you a little more information on that. But nonetheless, it's 20 minutes long max. You're in, you're out, you sweat. You go into this thing called EPOC, which is excess post-exercise oxygen consumption. So when you move into this breathless state, your body is deprived of oxygen. And when it is, it then has to work a little harder. Well, when your body works harder, that is what is going to increase your metabolism. So you'll burn calories at a heightened rate, ranging anywhere from 12 to 36 hours. Even after you're done exercising, your body is kicked up and revved up. And so when you're doing this, you know, multiple times a week, 
um, I'd recommend like three to five, you are gonna yield incredible results, everybody. So if I can suggest anything to anybody out there, it is HIT training. All right, now again, there's a ton of other things out there. Just make sure whatever you're doing, that heart rate gets up and inevitably through moving, your heart rate will rise, all right? So again, there is no such thing as bad movement. Just get out there and move. All right, two down, four to go. Now, on this third one, this one is in, is so powerful because I feel like it, it's, a, it's a conscious act, but then sometimes it is just like inevitably happening. And that is you create healthier habits, all right? So another reason to exercise is the creation of healthier habits. Now we are creatures of habit, right? We do things that are comfortable. We do things that we know. Well, to create healthier habits, number one, by embarking on this journey into movement, you will begin to just create a healthy habit in that. Now, when you start moving and exercising, you know, the heart rate gets higher. You're gonna just start to feel a little different. You're gonna be able to approach maybe how you eat different. Um, yes, you're gonna be hungry, right? When you're uh, diminishing calories through exercise, you're gonna be hungry. Well, when you are exercising, your body wants good fuel, right? When you're filling yourself up with shit, you're gonna feel like shit. I mean, that's just kind of what is gonna be happening there. Your body's intelligent. It knows what's good and knows what's bad. Yes, the palate is going to be like, oh my God, big, yummy, juicy burger. That's what I want. But, you know, the gut microbiome, which again, look into this, uh, feeds off fiber. So I am a plant-based advocate. And so what I'm going to suggest is through this exercising that you are embarking on or about to do, just make sure one thing happens, that you start eating healthier. Now, in order to create a healthy habit, you have to kick a bad habit. And to kind of eradicate a habit that is no longer serving you, what you'll need to do is give yourself 21 days. From what I have heard, and again, I don't know what kind of studies are out there, but it takes 21 days to break a habit. To create a new one, who knows? It could take upwards of 30 days, some say 60, some say 90, totally depending on the person and how aggressive you go about it. So one, by creating a healthy habit, you gotta kick a bad one. So just take a look at your life and just see what is not serving you. Take 21 days to alter that, to not participate in it, and instead supplement it with something positive. Maybe that is exercise, who knows? Okay, but the third reason to start exercising is just inevitably the creation of healthier habits. So with that, on, on to the next one. Now this one is so near and dear to my heart. Uh, it's about reducing the symptoms of depression. Now, just a quick backstory as to why my personal experience, one, is relative to this, and two, um, I've seen the results from it. There was a time in my life where I was into some things that were not of service to my mind and my body and had a very detrimental effect, especially on my psychology. I became very depressed for roughly uh, six months to a year. And one route that I found, and it was, I'd like to call it divine intervention uh, because I didn't really know the science behind exercise and how it really would alter my psychology, but it ended up doing that. And something just kind of guided me towards this. And this is where I actually became a certified personal trainer and um, was through this moment where I was experiencing pretty traumatic depression. The moment I started exercising, 
felt high. I was just like on top of the world. Like, whoa, this is amazing. I mean, like when you sweat, you're able to work through this clouded, uh, cl this clouded perception of life and you walk out just on top of the world. Now the exercise, just so you know, the type of exercise I was doing at this time was very much more weightlifting. I was lifting heavier weights, doing compounded movements, like squats and deadlifts and cleans and uh, not necessarily on the high intensity inside, even though it had a high intensity component, it wasn't technically hit. I was more strength training. But through just continually showing up every day, I was like, this is helping me. And so when you feel something, right, and you feel a change in your state, why wouldn't you do more of it, depending on what it is? Obviously, drugs are gonna alter your state and some may make you feel like you're on top of the world as well, but you gotta notice the difference between what's healthy and what's not healthy, all right? Well, exercise in, uh, in this sense is of, uh, to better your health. So through this complete journey of starting to exercise, and also seeing a psychologist, things like that. There was a multitude of reasons. I started eating healthier. I took myself out of poisonous environment. So a lot of uh, what I experienced was due in part to the whole, not just exercise, but exercise was a part of it, which helped me then navigate through these other parts of the whole. Um, I was able to completely alleviate depression. I mean, it, it gone like that, you know? And again, six months to a year it took of being just very committed to this. And now I just love it. I live it, it's part of me. Uh, I know how I feel when I don't do it, and so there's a lot of times where I'm not moving, but the movement that I do varies. And so with the reduction in depression, what can happen here is brain chemicals start to enhance. Uh, one of them being dopamine, you're looking just endorphin levels begin to increase. Like I said, I felt high after some of these workouts that I would do, and I would keep it roughly at about five to six times per week. And through that, I then found other avenues that I knew were also of betterment to my psychological health, one of them being yoga. Now, before I move into yoga, there was a part in this that I was talking about um, in this six reasons that speaks about cortisol levels. So now depending on the type of exercise you are doing, how long you're doing it, and how many times a week you are performing it, could have an adverse effect. So I talked about the benefits. Well, there are also negatives, right? Positive and negative exist in everything. Well, there are negatives to overdoing your training. And so with this, and your, let's say that you just get a kick and you're working out like six, seven times a week, you're going hour, two hours a day. Well, guess what? depending on the person, that could potentially be overdoing it. And when you're overdoing it and you're putting yourself in that heightened stress, your body could release cortisol. Now cortisol releases due to stressful responses. Now if we go back into maybe moderating it, saying three to four times per week, 30 minutes to an hour, well, yes, cortisol could potentially still be released if it's higher intensity, but it's also acute, which means that it doesn't have any long-term effects. It's just a moment, that's what our body, that's how it responds. But if you overdo it, your body could be in that heightened state. And so when that happens, we need to regress a little bit. If you aren't seeing results and you're maybe lacking sleep or there's negative things of um, coming into your life because of the overdoing, well, take a step back. Maybe uh, mitigate the amount of times that you're exercising and instead supplement some things like 
yoga. So that's what I started doing. Uh, because when I was working out, I, you know, yes, I was going at it, but I also kind of wanted to explore other avenues as well. I just got curious. And so then yoga popped in. And this is something that, again, has a very positive effect on your psychology as well as, as, well as your physiology. You become more flexible, you become more limber. And when your physical body begins to elongate, your mental body takes form. It's all connected. You know, mental, physical, it's all connected. That's why exercise, the physical body, there's this quote that um, you exhaust the body to calm the mind. So much truth to that. So you have an overactive mind, go work out, go run. My dad talks about running out the poison because um, that works. It's a very stressful environment for him. And so what he does is he goes on runs. And when he doesn't run, the stress in his life begins to increase. So there you go. There is an association between exercise and mental clarity as well, just you know, feeling physically better. But back to yoga. Now yoga and or gentle exercise. So maybe it's not just yoga. Maybe it's kind of um, more like Pilates, even though Pilates isn't gentle. I don't know if you've ever taken a Pilates class. It is an ass kicker, literally. <laughs> um, but to do something that is more calming than what you are currently doing. So that way you integrate a sense of balance, right? You can go hard, but then also be soft, be gentle, work into your breath. Um, your breath is another important part. Again, this reason to exercise, reducing your depression, alleviating your stress, Oh my gosh, you'll just get curious. The more that you do it, you'll be like, wow, exercise has some amazing effects. Well, what else is there? Oh my gosh, then there's yoga. Wow, yoga is this 5,000 year old practice. That's an extensive study. And then you start looking into all the other uh, wonderful things within that practice. So yes, exercise, there's tons of studies out there that show reduction in depression, release in anxiety and stress. But again, there is a sense of overdoing it. So just make sure you notice the difference between the two. So if you're already exercising, just notice what you're doing. If you're not exercising, start, see how you feel, get to that point. And then if there's a point where maybe there needs to be some adjustment, then do it, right? It's, it's all a continual refinement of this practice. But back to the beginning of a body in motion stays in motion. All you have to do is start everybody. That's the fundamental principle here. So now on to the next one, we have better sleep, everybody. Who here wants to sleep better? Whew, I know I do. Well, actually, I already do. And it's because of exercise. Um, so there have been studies on exercise and better sleep. So the study that I will speak to here is one that was performed on people that were uh, diagnosed with insomnia. So if you have insomnia, this is gonna be right up your alley. If you don't have insomnia, guess what? The effects are still the same, right? This will not diminish the effect uh, exercise and sleep just because you don't have insomnia. All right, so give you a few uh, critical points here. So on the website, the sleepfoundation.org. You guys can go check this out. They have a ton of different studies on there. Uh, really cool stuff, fascinating. But this one was talking about insomnia and the exercise that they had their uh, participants perform, which was one that was aerobic exercise. So again, we have been kind of talking about the different styles of exercise. This is another style, aerobic. Now aerobic means with oxygen. So this is relatively a more moderate way of movement. It's not HIIT training. HIIT training is very much anaerobic, which is without oxygen. You're getting breathless. 
So to get better sleep, you want to move into those more aerobic states of exercise. The example that they used was walking. So they had all their participants walk. I don't know exactly how much or the length of which it was. Um, and it was in the day. So it wasn't right before they went to bed. They, you know, woke up and did it. You know, it was morning, afternoon, uh, whatever worked for them. But it wasn't before they went to bed. So that's the most important part here is not to exercise before you go to bed because that can also have an adverse effect on your sleep especially if you take like a pre-workout or something, you definitely don't want to be doing that, <laughs> depending on the person. But nonetheless, so this study said it reduced the time it took to fall asleep. So now it helps you sleep quicker. So now when you lay in bed, you're not just going to be tossing and turning, laying there with your eyes wide open, thinking about your grocery list, what you have to do tomorrow, uh, revisiting what happened today. You're actually going to hop in bed. You're going to be in a calm state. How this happens is because through exercise, your internal temperature rises and then it falls. And so when it falls, that kind of brings this like calming uh, sense into the body, which will help you then in turn sleep. So this also increased the length of sleep as well. So I'm sure you've heard, get your eight hours in. Well, we can talk about sleep in another time, but nonetheless, from what I've heard, six to eight hours is ideal. Uh, there's a very select few people out there that can actually um, be at their prime states on less than six hours of sleep, a very, very select population. Um, so really all of us were trying to look to get six to eight hours. And again, some of you may not have insomnia, and that's okay. This doesn't diminish the effects that exercise has on the way that you can sleep. Uh, what I would recommend, this is just my personal experience, is I don't work out at least two hours before I go to bed. Um, times that I have, I always come back and I'm just like wired, and then it takes me forever to fall asleep. Usually I have to meditate or throw my legs up the wall. Um, so things like that will help me, but other than that, if you are looking for better sleep, get moving, everybody. Get moving, all right? Now, on to the last one. This one is so cool. I love what happens when you start exercising. And it's this, connection to community. We are all tribal creatures. We're all instinctually tribal, right? We're all about community. We thrive when we're around people. And there's also, you know, the threatening, you know, primitive, you know, approach and whatnot uh, for men and things like that. But what I'm talking about is when you start exercising, depending on what it is, if you go to group fitness classes, um, I'll speak to Orange Theory for an example because I'm an Orange Theory fitness coach. The community there, everybody, is incredible. It's through the roof. People at Orange Theory speak about it. They love it. They uh, get to know each other within the classes and they schedule times to work out together. So that is one of the most profound parts and another reason why you should start exercising is to get integrated into a community. And when you do, you start to become accountable, more accountable. Uh, there's certain studios that will, you know, call you up if you miss a class. Hey, I saw that you missed a class. Um, we look forward to seeing you again. You know, come on in, schedule, things like that. You then have a coach that loves and appreciates and cares for you and wants you to thrive. Um, relatively speaking. I only speak of that because that's how I am to my members um, and my students. But nonetheless getting moving and you start walking well then you're like huh then you see other people walking and then all of a sudden things on um 
uh, through websites, you're like walking groups, and then you start meeting up with walking groups, and then walking turns into running, and then all of a sudden you're doing triathlon groups, and all of a sudden you're doing Ironman groups. It's, it's this huge process, it's a big web of connectivity. When you start moving, you open yourself up to that possibility of getting connected to the right people that are going to help you thrive in whatever movement modality you are choosing. Okay, again, moving back into that fundamental principle of just starting, everybody. You just got to start. And if you've already started, congratulations. Keep moving. Remember, a body in motion stays in motion until acted upon by an unbalanced force, which we know is life. Life happens. We're going to get our uh, schedule bumped around. Things are going to happen. But remember, it's all about valuing your time and appreciating and honoring your health, right? When we take that as our most important part, there's no reason why we can't start exercising and more continuing that endeavor. Okay. Now throughout this, I would at the beginning talked about Ohm Fit. So I'm also a trainer on Ohm Fit. That is a fitness app that you can find um, in the Google Play Store as well as on uh, Apple or the App Store. So go check it out, O-M-F-I-T. I'm one of the hit instructors on there. I believe it's $799 a month. Get on there. It's a great way to get integrated, especially if you're a little uncomfortable getting out into the public eye just yet. All right, this is a great time for you to just hop on your phone and throw it on your computer. You can uh, do an HDMI cord to your TV or just look at your device. And I will help guide you through some of uh, these elaborate HIT training classes. I'll care for you, I'll love for you, I'm there for you. And if you guys have any questions um, about these reasons to start exercising or if you have a story to share about your experience on this uh, exercise endeavor, please reach out to me. I would love to hear it. And so to reach out, my email is jace dot and jace is j-a-c-e dot b-b-e dot well and that's w-e-l-l at gmail.com all right so send me some emails if you want everybody i look forward to hearing about your story or if you have questions let me know all right now next week what to talk about who knows but stay tuned and as always be well